Welcome to the Workbrand Podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and theworkbrand.com. Hello, hello. This is Robert Jakejowski, staff writer, new title for the work print, and I'm joined by Norton, also staff writer. Yes, nice. Yep, moving on up. Feels good. Feels good. And so we are attempting to not review a series that no- both Norton and I almost had. I can't say zero interest. I had a bit of interest only because I've seen a little bit of re- euphoria in Norton. I've seen, seen like an episode or two, maybe. And uh, Norton did not like it. No, so it's basically just porn. In the trades, and also obviously, Sad obviously in the just regular entertainment papers, a lot of buzz has been made about this new series from Sam Levinson called The Idol. Uh, things went from, I want to say, talk of the town. This is like the next best thing. This is the thing to watch. To even worse than Euphoria, I guess, for the haters that obviously loved that's that was their lifeblood, just hating on the series. So, what do you think so far, just without going over the episode right now? Uh, so based on the two episodes that I've seen so far, this series is horrible mm-hmm. and boring and a waste of time and largely doesn't cover any new ground on, a, on an issue that is well-tread. Okay. Now, it for me, I'll give my answer at the end, just so that people could stick to the what. Wait, why are you giving yours at the end? So people could actually listen to see what we have to say, and I'll figure it out, because mm-hmm. I still have kind of what I know what I want. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Norton, do you want to take it away really quickly about initially what it's about? All right, so this appears to be a show about a Britney Spears-esque pop star who has gone through a devastating loss. Her mother dies, uh, or has died, and she is just coming off the heels of a mental breakdown. Yes, by the way, this is Jocelyn, played by Lily Rose Depp. Yes, Jocelyn. Jocelyn, uh, who can never be naked enough. Yes, and that, yes, well, topless for those enough, of you say. possibly not know, the daughter of Johnny Depp, and uh, apparently Vanessa Paradis, the French actress. Oh, yeah, she kind of looks a little French. I see um, the only thing I've seen Lily Rose Depp in um, was, I th- want to say, it was a Kevin Smith movie, I don't remember. She was with uh, Harley Quinn Smith. Oh, was it that? Uh, uh, what was it? Hoosier, not Hoosiers, but the. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The um, <sighs> no, hooligans. Yeah. I don't know. It was I, I know like you're weird. talking about. Yeah. But anyway, I liked her in that. I thought she was all right. Here, she's rocking the pouty pout, which I guess for some people is fine. They still, I, I thought yeah. that fell out of fashion personally. I, you know, the funniest part to me is the opening scene of this series where she's sitting there getting her picture taken and she has like the weirdest fucking eyes I think I've ever seen. Cause one yeah. of them is just floating off into the nothingness and the other one is just kind of like straight on. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't tell if she just has weird eyes or if they kind of do something for it because she's supposed to be, I guess like, 
that's her soul is gone and she's been she sold her soul and she's yeah. getting her picture taken and then you know at some point the cameraman's like oh laugh like you're having fun and she laughs and then for no reason whatsoever she just starts crying quietly the, the thing is, she cries yeah. quietly in this whole thing by the way yeah like does. all she ever does is silently yeah. cry now from that initial shot i thought to myself all right they're trying to easily portray that this person is mentally unstable fine I get it. We want to talk about mental health. Let's just say I'm ah. being quite, quite kind, and I don't want to be. You're so being I very w- kind. That'll be. That'll come later. Uh, right now, it's kind of like if they wanted the extra bonus of saying that they're we're woke, we're this, we're that. Then, all right, we'll we'll go with you on that. But to say that we're addressing mental health in a positive way, first of all, you picked a really shitty avenue and vessel to do this in, because it's mainly. And this is not not a spoiler. A lot of salacious talk, a lot of swearing, which is fine. I have no problem with that, and a lot of trying to shock the audience. Yeah, I mean that that seems to be like the biggest part of and, it is just the degree to which they will heavy-handedly mm-hmm. smack you across the face with like, "Oh my God, look how crazy we're being!" Like, that's, that's for example, the, the biggest part in episode one, the giant uh, problem of the of the episode is that. Somehow a leaked photo of Jocelyn, her face covered in cum, has gone onto the internet. And they're very worried, her people, her entourage, is very worried that if she sees it, it will send her into a spiral. Yeah. And the fact is that these things do happen. It has happened. It has happened to musical artists before. It's just celebrities. They do have an actual name for it. It's a disrespectful name, which is the fappening. Oh God! That's literally I what it's happening. Was like a general term for just dudes masturbating on the internet. No, oh. no, it's an, it was an actual event where anything attributed to that title is celebrity leaked photos. Oh, illegally celebrity leaked oh. photos. I guess and also tied to men masturbating on the course, internet. Of course, yeah, it's it's a vile term, but it's, it is a term. I mean, it's an appropriate term. It's an appropriate it's hilarious, term. I will say if you that. Think about it. But uh, this has happened with. Uh, a, Bless her heart, really. And I say that in the kindest fashion because I really love Kesha. Actually, I kind of got a little Kesha vibes in certain areas. Um, Obviously, leaked pictures was one thing, but a lot of celebrities got leaked pictures, too. But the thing is that celebrity initially was seen as this very made-up sexy goddess and everything like that, this club goddess. But her new record, which I'm not going to really talk about it, but her new record is a rebirth. I think that's what... Joss in this series is trying to go for an artistic rebirth. Right? I mean, to you, wouldn't it seem like that a little bit? She's trying to get in touch, own her sexuality and all these things. So, I feel like the show delivers a lot of mixed messages on this front because, first of all, you have the team is freaking out over the cum shot. But then there's a second plot that's happening where Joss is... She wants to have her picture taken with her top off. But yeah. then there is a intimacy coordinator who says that her nudity writer does not allow her to do this. Yeah. So she is having this argument with the photographer and the intimacy coordinator about why she can't have control over her own body. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, in the exact same scene, juxtaposed with this, is her team that is trying to like, rein in 
I guess if you would say her body on the internet. Yeah. So it's like it's very confusing because on the one hand mm-hmm. you have the idea that her team is trying to quote unquote protect her. Yeah. But on the other hand you have Hank Azaria's character who takes the Hi- intimacy Haim. quarter. Heim. 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 Takes the intimacy quarter coordinator and locks him in a bathroom in order to prevent him from doing My, his job because they don't want to waste money on another shoot. Because yeah. according to the coordinator, in order to say, yeah, she can show her breasts, you have to rewrite the contract and it has to yeah. be finalized in like 48 hours or some shit. Yeah, that costs a lot. Right, exactly. So, you know, it, it's again, it's kind of this weird... Well, the money thing, too, is to show the audience that they don't, they don't, their coffers aren't that deep anymore. They're running dry. I would think I'm not too much like full disclosure i'm not the biggest britney fan not saying i hate britney but i'm not also like leave britney alone type guy either remember that dude yes from back in the day um leave britney alone yeah i mean granted he had a point but i think the whole um owning your sexuality obviously britney front and center is a big influence in this series which i think is really slimy because she's had a really rough life so to use her as like a springboard I mean, to me, what this series is trying to aim, I don't know about you, Norton, but it's kind of like, what if Britney succeeded in owning herself and having th- these mental breaks, but coming out on the like other side, completely successful, like a rock star once again? I mean, if we're being 100% honest, I feel yeah. like this show does not know what it wants to do with this poor girl, like, I agree. at all. I mean, I I mean on the one the hand, it seems like she's... You know, if I go back to the original photo shoot part, there's, you know, the part where she's crying and everything, and then, like, she gets back into it, and she takes her top off and everything, Mm -hmm. and it's like, she kind of oscillates between being this victim character and then also being this weird conniving, and I say conniving only because it's like, she does seem to have this sort of, not evil, I would say, not, not I'm going to go with necessarily evil, but maybe uh, sinister underlining. Yeah. Like she's sort of a secret. Like they want her to be a mastermind. Yeah. You know, a master manipulator. Uh, But at the end of the day, you can't tell whether she actually is or isn't this thing. Yeah. So it's like, you know, is is the female artist that wants to be in charge of her body and chooses Mm. to sexualize herself for money, Mm. you know, the master of her body? Or is she a victim of the system? And I think the the show genuinely wants to explore that, but they're just bad at it. it. They're bad at it in so many ways. And I think it doesn't help that it's like, what is it, all male creators? Uh, yeah. You can't, you can't look at a, a a female storyline like this Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, a character of this nature and not have at least some feminine input. I I mean, I'm sorry, I but it just doesn't agree. work. I mean, this is the thing. This and is I what happens you, when you let the male gaze try to go feminist. This is the thing, and I, this is going to be sound probably very cynical of me, but I'd hate to say it. Sometimes I'm my track record is very, very on point for this type of shit. But I think that what they want to do, they're trying to be prescient uh, because I don't know if you've seen the cover of... Um, I mean, okay, we'll go even a little farther back. Let's go with, like, Nicki Minaj, for example. You have Nicki Minaj, you have um, Ice Spice, you have Doja Cat. Like, all these women 
obviously they're expected to be sexual in the in the entertainment industry but they're owning it that's the thing the last person that i knew uh last two people actually that i knew to uh really own their body and own their sexuality in the music world was one uh lana del rey her newest album features her topless i'm fine with that you know what she that's her decision i'm totally cool i'm still uh, don't worry about that that's i'm not gonna say her name <laughs> So, uh, yes, Lana Del Rey's new album features her. I'm sure if you were to buy it, usually you would probably get the brown, if it was on vinyl, I guess the brown paper bag cover. Usually they do that sort of stuff. But she is out and proud of her body. I'm totally for that. Janelle Monet, her most recent album, has her topless on the cover. She's owning her body. And she's naysaying against anybody that says otherwise. And I think that's fucking awesome. I think that they're trying to do this for Joss. Because Britney was out there, obviously on uh, Instagram or TikTok or whatever she was doing, uh, flaunting her assets. But And people thought, well, something's wrong with her mentally. Like, she's sick. We need to. She needs to get help. Which, again, I'm sure for growing up fucking from... I don't even know when she was in Disney in the Mickey Mouse Club. Probably like eleven. But I'm sure 12? that like fucking frays your nerves like nobody's business if you're not even if you're built for the business at some point. So I get what they were trying to portray in Joss and the pain and all of that, and obviously compound that with the losing of a parent. I guess it, her, did they say whether it was her only surviving parent or so we know it's her mother. Yeah, and we know that her mother was probably a momager because. Mm-hmm. Haim has a comment about, uh, or Haim has a comment about his mother dying, but his mother actually liked him or was nice or something like that. Mm-hmm. So we know that Joss's relationship to her mother is probably more complicated. Yeah. You know, but that's a given. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know how old Joss was when she got into the business. Mm. We don't know how long she's been in the business. All we know is that she her mother died and she had kind of a breakdown about it yeah and in the first episode at least again the giant you know problem is this cum shot thing Mm -hmm. which when she finds out about it she doesn't really seem to give too much of a shit about it Mm -hmm. and then she goes off to a club to party with her friends to i'm assuming so here's the weird part when they originally cut to her going to the club with her friends, I genuinely thought this was a flashback to how she ended up with the cum shot to begin with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it wasn't. It was just another night of her going out with her friends, clubbing and dancing, and then meeting up with the weekend's character. Um, mm. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm agreeing. Yeah. But uh, I, I feel like... I, I don't... Again, like, I don't know what to make of this whole thing like yeah i get you have to have them quote unquote meet cute at some point yeah obviously the club is the thing to do yeah tedros his name by the way tedros 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 which first of all what the fuck kind of name is that i was thinking i didn't really oh maybe think it was butros butros gali what's that butros what what is that i have no idea it's just a i think it's a person's name um, really? I think. I'm not 100% sure. I will look this up real quickly while you meander in thoughts. No, no, uh, I'm not meandering. I'm just kind of thinking that for that sort of act, 
not actor, but for that sort of character to have such a stupid name. I, I was going to write it down just to see if it was an anagram of sorts, or if there was, I'm sure there's meaning behind it. Do I know? Boutros Boutros Ghali was an Egyptian politician and diplomat who was the sixth secretary general of the U.S., 92 to 96. That's random knowledge. Well, the only reason I remember is because he has a funny name. Well, Which sense. I know is probably not the nicest thing to say, but, no, but it uh, is yeah, an yeah, interesting name, that's to true. say the least. Anyway, yeah. um, no, the, the whole thing from the get-go, once we start to get into the meat of the relationship between Tedros and Joss, is immediately psychosexual. And, oh, yeah. Like, the, right off the bat. Which is, again, I'm fine with psych- psychosexual. I think Lynch is a master of that, personally. Uh, but the thing is that it's, he's not David Lynch. Sam Levinson's not David Lynch. And this is not Blue Velvet or anything like that, where it's kind of like you mix the sexy in with the violent. This just seems really fucking sleazy. I mean, at the very least, at least Tetros isn't mad at his penis for being a penis. I, you know what the funny thing is that I want to say give it time. I want to <laughs> say give it time. I don't think, I don't think he's that kind of psychosexual. No, but I mean, I don't think anything's off the table uh, because I'm going to, I think we're skipping around a little bit, but I mean, the main theme, we're well, not the main theme, but the main plot of the episode is that, yes, Joss is staging a comeback and I mean, maybe poor choice of words, but. I mean, the first episode has her masturbating Twice or no? Something to Does that she effect. Masturbate the uh, she no, masturbates she, the once fr- in the once, first episode, uh, asphyxiating herself. Yeah, she sits on a couch and masturbates while choking herself. Yeah, and then later on, when she is, meets is, up with the weekend the yeah. second time, he puts a. So she has like this. Oh, oh my god, this whole fucking thing. But, so she invites the weekend to her house. Yeah, and she tells her best friend mm-hmm. to like, I guess, keep him busy. Yeah, and yeah. then she just lays on her floor for no apparent reason in yeah, this weird yeah, robe yeah. and like these giant fuck me heels. I think she was uh, because I thought that was weird too. I thought she was just like expecting him to go to her. That's why she. Was... I don't know because she told the the friend to keep her like down, keep him downstairs and waiting. So then that's what the friend and like the I mean, friend it, is an interesting balls? thing too. I don't I don't because know. that's the I'm trying it's to It's the stupidest no, thing. But like, I'm, trying to... I'm honestly wondering if it's just their joke because, you know, it's that whole joke of like, oh, the girl makes you wait even though she's already ready. Yeah. And she's gonna uh, do it in this situation too. Maybe, I mean, if that's the case, uh maybe they're trying to attempting to, failing at it, but attempting to say, Well, she's the oh, like she's the owner of her own destiny and everything like that you where can't, it's kind no. of like, like you gotta stop thinking so hard into it I, it's a simple I joke know that, that's well, all it is I, it falls flat because this show is not good at comedy no, but, the thi- but it's a joke if it was a joke fine but the thing and maybe yes I am giving too much I really do not want to give this show too much uh, credit because I don't think credits really do nope uh, but if I'm right and that's the case if they're like well we want this person to be like a boss bitch type character and she's going to make the guy wait as much power as he had she still wants them to wait and it's like all right that's a character trait i guess but it really sorry that's all right uh but it really just doesn't it doesn't land that's the thing it's just like i don't give a shit about tedros 
Pedros, whatever his name, Tetra, <laughs> Tetra Hydron. Uh, Fucking Rat Tail. Just call him Rat Tail. Well, that's the thing, and I was going to thank you for mentioning that because uh, the ep- uh, the episode title, the pilot title, is Rat Tails and Pop Tarts. And first of all, when I got that, uh, I'm uh, I had to roll my eyes. You could probably hear my eyes rolling in the back of my head when I read that title. Because it sounded to me like a fucking mom title. The TV series Mom. Because oh, it was yeah. like and and and. Yes. And I'm like, first of all, okay. you're already That's very bu- Chuck Lorre. Yeah. And it's like, I fucking hate Chuck Lorre. <laughs> I fucking hate Chuck Lorre. So already I got douche chills nice. from that. But douche s- chills. Yeah. And so secondly, the thing is that, okay, Rat Tails I already kind of figured because... Tedros's character has a fucking rat tail. Now Norton compl- complained because I want to say we've seen Gronish on my previous podcast after the credits. And if the dude came on, I forget his name, with the rat tail. Aaron. Aaron came on with the rat tail. You always complained. Yeah. So I'm I like, still don't like him. I hope they break them up. They're finally having their final yeah. season, but I doubt it'll happen. But, well, we'll see. I fucking hate that guy. But, uh, but okay, I'm like, rat tails, Pop-Tarts, obviously the Pop-Tart I assumed already was going to be something salacious and out of there. Uh, the, the line was that uh, Joss was frosted like a Pop-Tart. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm like... I, again, I get where you get going with this. You want to be sort of not even subversive because this is not. This is like hit you over their head, like in your face, and it's like it's just tiring, and it's an hour long. It's a lot. I mean, again, we're not first, an hour, but the first episode is largely dedicated to. So, if you get past Joss and the weekend. The rest of the episode is largely dedicated to meeting Joss's team. Yeah, so, okay, what do you think about her team? Because Haim, uh, Haim, I've really got to stop doing that. I just, I call just him visual. Haim well, the thing is that he has an accent, and I'm not I exactly. I think he's supposed to be Jewish, isn't he? Yes. That's what he but, says he's Jewish. Yeah, I know that. I know the, he, just by the name, I know, but I'm trying to think of where the accent might come from. He it just like likes doing Israeli random accent? accents. Yeah, yeah I guess it's supposed to be. That's like, the thing. Kind of just and his if it is, accent. I'm not, not that I'm really nitpicking, because I don't think this is the type of show that deserves nitpicking or that really warrants it, unless we're really nitpicking the crap out of how crappy it is. But. I think that if it's... I don't know, the accent sounds a little cartoony I mean, me. nitpicking is usually reserved for shows that are good. That are good. So that's why I'm not yeah. really trying to do that. Uh, it's very but, cartoony. But, again, but I, I don't think... know if that's authentic, too. If it is, then it is. But yeah. So we have him. We have... He just likes that accent, because I think he did it in um, Mystery Men, too. Oh, yeah, you might be right. Yeah, like actually. he just likes that accent. You might be right. Um, we have uh, Nikki... Who is played by a Jane? I, th- I have this up here. Jane Adams, I think, is her name. Is that the main manager, the, the older lady? Man, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have the older lady who's more like the uh, I've seen some shit. Jane Adams. And yeah. I have no uh, no sympathy for you. See, the thing is that I really like her from the things that I've seen her, and I haven't seen her a whole lot. Oh, you like her as an actress? As an actress, oh. yes. No, a- in this hate her With, her character uh, is meant to be kind of hateable no i, I mean think, I, so the it works out that, that way. it's almost too th- like her and i marked it down in my notes i said something to the effect of her character is um vulgarly superfluous not the other way around so i mean yeah she's a potty mouth and everything like that but she's not exciting she's not edgy she's not she's just too extra for me she's too, a lot too theatrical and i know they're trying to make her be like buzzworthy and edgy and stuff like that with the shit that comes out of her mouth it's too 
I'm going to say the word again, cartoony. I mean, I think the hilarious part about her is that if you watch the first two episodes back to back and you see how she is in the first episode and then how she is in the second episode, it's very weird because she kind of has this very hard edge in the first episode. Yeah. And it sort of carries over into the second episode until Mm -hmm. the end of the second episode or I guess towards the end of the second episode where everything sort of falls apart and then all of a sudden she's like, oh, I care about you now. And it's like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, I got that too. And like, I think her, her team is so weird because I is, feel like it they, it's, okay, I so guess it's supposed to be a comment on the whole Hollywood thing of like, you know, patting yourself on the back for yeah. being like the norms that surround the star and mm-hmm. try to keep them oh, grounded yeah. and try to keep them safe. It's lip service. It's but at the end of the day, but... you're really just trying to make money off someone. Yeah. Like, no, you are exactly. her pimps. Exactly. And then in the second episode, which we'll talk about in a little bit, um, we actually see that a bit more. Actually, not even. Uh, under her, under Joss's nose, like well, actually under Joss's nose, but we also have Diane, who uh, played by Jeannie, Jenny Kim. Uh, she's the choreographer. Yeah, no, she's not a choreographer. Uh, she's the dancer. So okay, I scene... thought for a second she was the. Uh, you're no, right, you're right, you're she's right. the dancer that's no, better than really, Joss. Really good, she's that's really, really good. She's really, really good. I thought she was the choreographer for no, a second because um, she doesn't. She um, there's a scene in the first episode where Joss is practicing choreography for her newest release. Yeah. And she's trying to do it, and obviously she's not quote unquote good enough. Yeah. So then they bring in Diane as a like, as an example of what Josh should do and how mm. she should move. Yeah. And Josh even says to her like, "Oh, I wish I could dance like you." And it's interesting to me because initially, they kind of have her come off as a sort of friend for mm-hmm. Josh, like a genuine friend too, because. Yeah. At first, I think, oh, God, they're just going to pit, like, two girls against each other like they always do. Mm -hmm. But they seem very, like, friendly. They seem very loving with one another and supportive. Uh, And, again, the second episode just kind of, like, upends this entirely. Yeah. But whatever. We'll get there. That's true. Obviously, uh, well, not obviously, we we have uh, Isaac, who's a friend of, or I guess... Was that the blonde black guy? Do you want to, yeah, would you consider him an acolyte or a friend? Because I thought they were a little closer. So as far as I can tell, he's kind of like the weekend second best guess, like a lieutenant maybe. Okay, that makes sense. I thought we were focusing on Joss's team though. Oh yeah, that's, I'm just going, I'm running down the characters right now. But Joss's team, oh we have um, Xander. Who's the gay guy? Xander. Is that the gay guy? Yeah, Xander's the gay guy. At least I'm assuming he's gay. I assumed, I mean I guess what's the whole thing. I'm fine with being made an ass But that's the thing. I thought he was gay too because he seemed kind of like a hanger-on, but he appears a little bit more in the second episode, uh, which we will again go on later. He does seem a little bit more honest than the others about what his ability is Mm -hmm. to control Joss and then his basically just existing as entourage. Mm -hmm. So that's good. Uh, We also meet in the first episode which there's only a few um, actual performances that I could actually say I liked. Mm. Uh, Diane's one of them, Jenny Kim's character. I really liked her, actually. Yeah, she was very good. Uh, Eli Roth, uh, he was the, um, I don't, not the head of Live Nation, but he was a representative from Live Nation. Oh, yes! Yeah. Yeah, he's actually pretty funny. I, I like him, him a lot. Yeah, he's a, uh, he's a fun character. I can't say that I've seen him in anything that I didn't like. He plays a very good douche. Yeah. Like a perfect douche. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he knows that. That's the thing. I mean, he knows that that's his like within his wheelhouse yeah no he's uh 
You good at it. Um, uh, we have uh, Benjamin, Dan Levy's character. I didn't really understand what the hell his point was. Like, why I he was there. <laughs> I feel like he was just kind of there to be, like, the yeah. celebrity in the group, which is hilarious because, again, it's... You're meant to be kind of... Like, the only other celebrity in the whole series is The weekend. Yeah. No, that's true. We have uh, Destiny, who is... Is that the full-figured black yeah. lady? Okay. Yeah. Uh, she's played by Divine Joy Randolph. I... Do you are you familiar with like what her role is within the group herself? I, think I thought she was just another one of those like coordinators for jobs. Prob- that's what I thought. I thought and, she was like, more or less kind of like friend. the glue be- between like the gr- not the glue, but if it's it's one of those situations maybe. where like again she has a lot of handlers, mm-hmm. and I don't think they all know what they do. No, that's that's the other thing. I guess to me that's a little bit of a complaint. Not too much. Um, there's so many people, and. I think that's the point, though. I know. Like, I think the, the idea is that it's too many cooks in the kitchen type theme. Yeah. And then also the fact that hers is not a well-oiled machine. No. Like, hers no. is a machine that is maybe like the mystery machine. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> like, let me put it... It's running off Scooby Snacks and weed. Yeah, let me put it this way. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that would work. Um, so, too many cooks in the kitchen to rise the tension. That's fine with me. I have no problem with that. Um, I think that bars should be raised a lot more, uh, especially with very tense situations. If you have a lot of people talking over each other at once, it can be a magical thing. A lot of times, people try to do it just to raise the tension, make things more chaotic. It doesn't work. The last time I actually saw it work uh, done exceptionally well was Uncut Gems. Uh, a lot of times, uh, it just keeps going the pressure keeps rising on this cooker of a movie at some point it just has to explode now they're trying to do that with this a lot of people stepping on each other's toes uh whispering in joss's ear do this thing the other person whispers the quite the opposite so you're supposed to feel this tension within it but i don't it just feels like watery it doesn't feel like i don't feel like and if somebody was to lose something in an episode that would be so shocking or that would be so devastating to me as the viewer as the watcher yeah i mean again this show fails on many many levels mm. uh atmosphere is definitely one of them it really only has two atmospheres mm. it's either crazy in your face porn feel yeah or i'm gonna try super hard to be red diaries red shoe diaries yeah red shoe diaries yeah because holy shit I uh, I don't know if they do it in the first episode. I think they do, but, but for some reason, the uh, the weekend's character has a theme song. Oh, Every yeah. time his car comes yeah, around, yeah. it plays basically the the sax from the Red Shoe Diaries, yeah. as if to indicate, "Hey guys, get ready to masturbate because I'm a coming into town." I mean, the funny and thing some crazy is, shit's gonna go I down. Ca- it's super super cheesy, but I kind of like that. I don't know if that's supposed to be like on the wink wink nudge nudge. Are you in on the joke? I type have a thing? feeling, or is it really? Are they doing do it in earnest? Because if you do it on earnest, then that's just the joke's on you. No, I think he, you know, based on his videos and everything, I think that's kind of like it's just fun for him to do mm, yeah. because a lot of like a lot of the show really feels like it's the before and after of a weekend video, mm-hmm. and then like in between, you get the weekend video. 
That's you get like true. a little bit of the weekend video, but then so you get the setup to the weekend video, and then you get the fallout from the weekend video. Yeah, no, and you you're get right. A little you're right. You're right. You're right. No, you're right. I mean, I fucking I will be the first person, not the last person, to say that I fucking love the weekend. I really, really fucking love the weekend. I love his cinematic mind and everything. I do not like Abel Tesfaye. Oh yes, we should probably talk about the acting. Ah, the acting. The acting is horrible. So, and that's an understatement. Unfortunately, the two people who have to carry this series are very bad at it. Uh, I don't know a lot about Lily Rose Depp. Again, I'm not. I've never seen her in anything, but she does an okay job for the most part for being given basically nothing to work with. Yeah. No, I feel she, bad for her. No, I, I actually, you because, know, you yeah, she bring cries on cue yeah. and she looks, you know, pouty and mm-hmm. she looks mad when she needs to. But yeah. overall, it's like there's no depth to this character. No. There's no layers for her to, to work with. There's nothing. This character is the most, like, shallow piece of anything I've ever met mm-hmm. that they're trying very hard to fill mm-hmm. with what only I can call is bullshit. It's really hard. I mean, the thing is that I, again, have a very limited knowledge in her oeuvre, if you will. I don't know how much shit she's actually made. I'm sure she's made some stuff. Let's see what she's been in. How much? uh, What are we on time? Good. We're like 11 minutes. Okay, we're good. Um, But I just felt super hollow when she... Again, the crime has to like, I think you bring up a good point. The subject or the source material is just not there, and she's really trying. I mean, I could see her basically being like, I ha- I get a lot of emotions to show. This is a good calling card for bigger and better things. She's, her career's, like, just starting. I mean, she has her whole world ahead of her. So this is, I think, for her... Even though the property is probably a misstep, I'm thinking, in signing up for, to show her range of emotions, I think it's a good start, like a, a jumping, a jump off. I think it's a good starting block. Yeah, I mean, she has yoga hosiers, that's what it was called. Oh, yoga hosiers, okay, And yeah. Tusk, those are and probably tusk. the two, like... I haven't seen Tusk yet. Things that yeah. you know the most, and yeah. then also the king, which I feel like know. sounds familiar, but I don't know what the hell it was. Don't know. But, you know... But, uh, okay, moving tell, back to The weekend, really oh, quickly. Oh, The weekend. Okay, so, so The weekend. Uh, or Abel. I, I don't, I, honestly, as much as I just talk shit on him, uh, I do want to be respectful and call him by, because he's no longer, he's formerly known as The weekend. I know Norton could give a fuck. What is with these fucking artists? And they're all like, I'm formerly Because this is the thing. I just read, like, a little while ago... Um, he put out like a press release saying like the weekend is dead. Although in every one of his fucking videos, hasn't he always been in some sort of car wreck or some shit like that? Yeah, he he's, so he's been he dude been dead for a while. Yeah, he's not doing well. But the thing is that he wants to be known as Abel Tesfaye or Faye. Pardon me for not pronouncing the name if I haven't correctly. Um, and he wants to make music under that name. He's never doing the weekend again. The weekend is dead. No. Uh, so I kind of figured Let's that see he, if his music sucks now. I think he's going to create the same music, but I think because like Joss, he wants to sort of spread his wings. He wants to reemerge as a butterfly. So or, maybe this whole thing is just like his you cocoon? Just, I honestly think he's putting himself in Joss's role. Like uh, his actual 
That's what because he has a hand. He's one of the which again is the, another male trying to. Which is I don't know up. why, like yeah. trying to live through a female body. I, no, I mean, having literally none of no, their experiences. No, no, I I agree with that. I do agree with that. But as a writer, as like somebody who writes scripts. I mean, you can't expect guys to always write for guys. No, I mean, no, you no. have to create. I understand other the roles. idea of empathy. I really yeah. do, and I I appreciate men that are willing to try. But I get what you're try, saying too. But you also can't have no women on your creative team. No, like, I I don't know that there well, are no, no, no women not, writers well, because I haven't looked at the writers. I didn't look at the list. writers' staff. Um, but in terms of executive producing, yeah. I haven't seen a single woman's name. No, it's just been no, the three dudes, true. as far as that's I know. That's very true, and so, it comes down to the EPs when it really very very male. Like the whole show is very male. Gazing. Oh, easily. But the problem is, they're not men that know what to do with a woman, mm. as shown. Like, yeah. yeah. So, actually, this works out because him being in this makes a lot more sense mm. because Joss is treated like a video, uh, not a video, I'm, like a video girl. Video vixen. Yeah. Like a video vixen, you know? Yeah. She's, she's just there to look good, mm-hmm. be sexy. If the main guy wants to fuck her, she's down. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. our whole purpose. And it's almost like this whole weird show is, what does the video vixen do when she's not on camera? Mm. She's literally no one. Yeah. She's absolutely no one. But so, we're going to try and like fill her with pathos and ethos because why the hell not? Mm-hmm. Even though she can't handle it because she's not meant to. She is a paper doll. Yeah. that That's the thing. And that's uh, what gets into like bathos as well, which is a term for... When you try to make something more than it is, and it comes out uh, really cheap and just uh, as a joke. Oh, and in case else. I haven't said it, yes, The Weeknd is a terrible actor. No, he's horrible. Sorry, he's Abel, horrible. Yeah, but you are just the worst. No, and you I, sound like you sound like you're on your audition the entire. He sounds time. like he's on Quaalude. Like the thing is that <laughs> I'm not a big fan of his acting. I think that they're trying to, in some of this, inject a bit of. Lynchian blue velvet, which I'm like, if that's well, I can't tell if he's trying to act stiff on purpose because his character is supposed to be kind of like this weird, mysterious whatever. But there's a way to be an interesting asshole. I agree, and you are not. No, I super agree. You are just a blunt asshole. But the, the, the reason I bring blue velvet up, I agree, is because, and I would not be surprised. I'm calling it here. If he does any interviews, I would like to know. Uh, if if people are like, so what was the motive behind your character? What was the influence? Uh, Frank Booth. Now, you've seen Blue Velvet once. Is that once. the penis guy? Penis guy? Yeah, the guy who's like, oh, don't look at my penis. Oh, look at my penis. And he's like slapping Isabella Rosalini across the face with his dick. No, no. That, <laughs> first of all, he doesn't do that. <laughs> I want to see that Blue Velvet. <laughs> no, that, you're thinking of uh, Kyle McLaughlin's character. No, the main guy, Gene oh, Hackman or whatever his no, name is. No, oh yeah, no, Frank Booth. Yeah, yeah. He's like I don't remember mad that. about his dick or whatever, and he's I like, mean, "Don't look at my penis." I mean, he, like, I know he has. And he's I, like, "Suck my dick." I mean, she's just like, ah. <laughs> I know that his big whole thing was <laughs> so stupid. Was uh, going back into the being reborn, going back into the vaginal canal, because w- what his whole thing was was like uh, he takes i think nitrous or something like that gets super high either kills oh, yeah what's with the weird like cider house rules uh ether addiction <laughs> yeah it was like interesting <laughs> but i mean the thing is beautiful movie i get he, because frank booth is a character he's a villain that i fucking love i want to see more of frank booth because he's so charismatic he's so electric on screen now i wouldn't be surprised if abel would be like 
I got a little bit of Frank Booth energy in this, like I, I a little bit of Blue Velvet, uh, Dennis Hopper's character. Oh yeah, I always mistaken the two of them because yeah. they look exactly alike to me. So if you said that, I would not be surprised. It's just that he's not giving me any likability. The only thing that I like, I feel like, and I'm sure because I've heard this before, I've seen uh, interviews where they're like, it's the point, quote unquote, where after seeing uh, Abel's performance, I just want to take a shower. And so the thing is that that's the point. That's the, the point is to feel uncomfortable. They're not making me feel a good kind of, of com uncomfortable, though. The good kind where it's kind of like sleazy, old New York, 70s, mean streets, that sort of shit. No, I'm feeling uncomfortable like these people are cornballs trying to act edgy. Um, it's fucking horrible. So we're almost at time right now. What time? We still got four minutes. Four minutes, cool. Four minutes and make it count. Yeah, no, I would say, honestly, I, I wouldn't blame them if they were trying to go for, and I know this is probably going to be me thinking too deeply, which is kind of hilarious, but if they're trying to make that whole Taylor Swift song come to life, which it was one? like, I knew you were trouble when I saw you. <laughs> I mean, I don't think so, but... Because he does come across as like... He's just literally the worst, and she just does not care. Yeah. She's like, oh, I'm so drawn to you. And it's like, why, though? Yeah. Like, I don't understand. The, I don't get that. No, but they I... have no but, chemistry. But the thing is that I... And before I want... I Before you say anything else, because I think I, I have a feeling that you're going to say something about the second episode, so I want to stop you there, because I know your thought process. And this perfectly leads into the second episode as well. So uh, before we cut this... I'm going to give it... Um, I, I say we do it stars. Oh, stars. Because I think that's a lot easier, and for the work print, most of uh, what I do, and I think uh, the television stuff is stars. Yeah, stars are fine. So we'll adhere to the stars system. Out of five stars, what do you give it? <laughs> I mean, it's pretty evident, but... Like half a star? I'll go with half a star. Okay. Um, and the thing is, I would say half a star, too. Uh, but half a star and half a star as one equals one star. And I don't want to even give it one star. <laughs> so I'm giving it zero stars. We'll put your half star there. Nice. This is the way. If you like this banter, people, keep listening. This is the way. <laughs> so uh, on to the next episode, if you guys want. Is Norton out? Norton's out. Okay. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Kajowski's out as well. <laughs>